Welcome to the Messenger Podcast. My name is Moses Oladimeji. I'm your host on this platform. This is a platform dedicated to dispelling false beliefs and establishing the truth from the Word of God. Join us as we explore and discuss the teachings of the Bible and how they apply to our daily lives. In this episode, we're starting a new series called The All-Round Promises of God to Me. The All-Round Promises of God to Me. With our anchor scripture coming from Isaiah chapter 58 and in verse 11. Isaiah chapter 58 and in verse 11. And it says, And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, Thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. In this series, we'll be exploring the topic, The Lord's Guidance, How to Follow His Will and Trust His Plan for Our Life. We'll start by examining the first part of our anchor scripture, which is from Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 11a, and it says, and the Lord shall guide thee continually. Can I get an amen? What a joy it is to be guided by the Lord. With his guidance, confusion, and uncertainties are removed from our lives. Our future is bright and secure because the one who holds tomorrow is leading us. But this guidance is not for everyone. It is for those who are called the sons of God. Being led and guided by the Lord is a testament to our sonship. As Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice in John 10 in verse 27. And as it says in Romans chapter 8 in verse 14, it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So if God is not leading your life, it shows that you are not yet a son. My prayer is that by the end of this episode, you will come to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. As we continue in today's episode, I want to emphasize that our guide is referred to as the Lord, the Lord of Lords, who knows the way and paves the way. He knows all things, and created all things for his purpose. When he says go, we go, even when it doesn't make sense to us. We can trust that he can make a way where there seems to be none. When Moses was leading the children of Israel and were facing the Red Sea, God told them, move forward. It may not have made sense at the time, but God had a plan in mind. So the question we want to ask is, how does God lead us? How does God lead us? One characteristic of his guidance is its specificity and conciseness. When the house of the Lord was being built, God gave exact dimensions, down to the inch and following. This shows that God is a God of perfection. He is concerned with every detail of our lives and wants us to eat the target he has for us. Another example is when he gave direction to the children of Israel as they were leaving Egypt. 
In Isaiah chapter 52 and in verse 12, it says, For he shall not go out with haste, nor go by flight. For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your real reward. God is precise in his commands, even though he wanted the children of Israel to leave Egypt. He was particular about how they should do it. What he wanted to achieve with their migration was not just liberation from the Egyptians, but also the circumstances and conditions surrounding their exodus. They were not to live in haste or by flight. The message here is that they were not escaping by being hasty or fleeing. The Lord was taking them out with a strong arm. He wanted them to walk majestically into their freedom, not rushing or running. Why? Because he wanted to be glorified in their exodus. If other nations heard that they had left in haste or fled, it would not glorify his name. He wanted them to crawl, if necessary, basking in the euphoria of his greatness and deliverance. He wanted the oppressors watch them go. Another characteristics of God's guidance is the certainty of his presence. He will always be with us and he leads us and will champion the path he has set for us. In Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 12b, it says, For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your real reward. When the Lord tells us to go here or there, we can trust that he has gone ahead of us to make all crooked paths straight. He also promises to be our real reward, our rear guard of protection. So in his guidance, we are protected and guarded. If only we could trust in his promises, our lives would be better lived. Now, let's consider the five paths of God's guidance. The five paths of God's guidance. What are those paths that God will lead us? The first one is the path of life. In Psalm chapter 16, in verse 11a, it says, God will show us the path of life. The path of life. This means that it will guide us toward a fulfilling and an abundant life, filled with joy and purpose. So the first one is the path of life. The second is the path of righteousness. The path of righteousness. And now we can find in the book of Psalm chapter 23 and in verse 3b, it says that God will lead us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. This means that he will guide us toward living a righteous and upright life in accordance with his will and for his glory. Number three is the path of truth. The path of truth. In John chapter 16, in verse 13, it tells us that the spirit of truth will guide us into all truth. This means that God will lead us towards understanding and embracing the truth, both in our personal lives and in our understanding of Him and His ways. He wants to lead us in the path of truth. Like I said, the first one is the path of life, the second one is the path of righteousness, and the third one is the path of truth. 
Now we go to the fourth one, which is the path of peace and tranquility. In Psalm chapter 23 and in verse 2b, it says that God will lead us beside the still waters. The still water represents a place of peace, a place of tranquility. This means that it will guide us toward peace and tranquility. Even amid turmoil and chaos, God is ever there for us and he wants us to have the peace that he desires for our lives. And the last but not the least is the path of prosperity. The path of prosperity. And that we can find in Psalm 23 and in verse 2a. It tells us that God will make us lie down in green pastures. This means that it will provide for our needs and guide us toward prosperity and abundance. It is the will of God that his children prosper. And that's exactly what God wants for us. He wants us to walk in all of these parts. The first is the path of life. He wants us to have eternal life. The second is a path of righteousness. He wants us to live a righteous life. The third is a path of truth. He wants us to live a life of truth, to constantly be in the truth. The fourth is a path of peace and tranquility. He wants us to be at peace at all times. The fifth is a path of prosperity. God desires that his children prosper. When the Lord guides us, how does he do it? When the Lord guides us, how does he do it? He does it through the illumination of our human spirit. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27, it says, The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Let's not forget that we are spiritual beings with a soul living in the body. If God is going to guide us, He will do so through our human spirit because He is a spirit and we are created in His image. The Bible says that God is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So our spirit must be awakened and alive to hear the Lord's guidance. How can we awaken our spirit? The Bible said in John chapter 3 verse 3 that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So the answer is to be born again. Finally, the Bible describes God's guidance as continual, continuous, progressive, and unbroken, and the Lord shall guide thee continually. This means that he wants us to continually enjoy his guidance so that we can live a fulfilled life and reach our destiny, fulfill our destiny. Hallelujah. So my friend, what are you waiting for? Decide for Christ today so that your life can enjoy the guidance and leading of the Lord. If you are ready to give your life to Christ, repeat these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you pray this prayer, congratulations. You have made the most important decision of your life. May you experience the joy 
and peace that comes from knowing Christ and following his guidance. Thank you for listening to the Messenger Podcast with your host, Moses Oladimeji. We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new from the Word of God. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please feel free to contact us. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you in His truth. Amen.